ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS podcast with hosts John Impemba and James Grande. What's going on, FA Nation? John Impemba here with James Grande. It is the Quick Pitch DFS Fantasy Baseball podcast recording here on uh, Tuesday evening for a Wednesday 12:20 start. Main slate, DraftKings FanDuel, 12:20 start there. They have a four-game, 7 p.m. slate as well. But we're going to be covering the big seven games here. Early star. Who doesn't love some day baseball, James? Yeah, day baseball is great, especially when you also have night baseball. It's the big slate early, little slate late. There's baseball galore. It's full swing, John. So from the moment we wake up, the people on the West Coast, Howard Bender is going to be waking baseball up. Baseball and John. eggs, man. Baseball and eggs. He's yeah. going to be waking up to baseball and then he's going to be on the radio show there's baseball and then when he's finishing there's still gonna be games going like it's just what a life howard must have what do life west coast people have yeah it's not terrible it's not terrible wake up by the beach it's it's awesome not a ton of like overly high game totals here actually a few that right now are uh, most of them rather under nine we have one game at nine washington atlanta we have a nine and a half cleveland cincinnati but Chicago, Pittsburgh, eight and a half. Mets, Philly, eight and a half. Dodgers, Minnesota, eight and a half. Boston, Detroit, eight. Kansas City, St. Louis, eight and a half. I, I don't know if the Houston is the Houston game on this slate or not. No, the it's not. Last game is Casey yeah, St. Louis. Yeah, so most of these games here are under nine run total, which is below than what we're used to. We're used to seeing these nine, nine and a half, ten, ten and a half games, and that probably has to do with the pitching because James, yep. we've we've circled the rotation. We're back to the elite starters. So let's get into it. You, you got the top guys, Scherzer and Nolo, going up against one. Nolo was cruising against Oakland until he ran into a tough inning. Still had seven strikeouts in six innings. Uh, Scherzer, a little bit of a slow start himself. Still went six innings, though, six Ks against Washington. Those are your top two price guys. But, James, we have we have Adam Wainwright at home on this slate. There's really only one option here, and that is uh, that is Wayno against Kansas City at home. Six shutout against Pittsburgh at home. Six Ks on opening. It is the rule. It's our Bible. It's our commandment. Whatever you guys want to put it on there. I play Adam Wainwright at home all the time. So for me on DraftKings, that's my number one. Yeah, I like Scherzer and Nola. Probably lean Scherzer a little bit here, especially considering the Mets offense has gotten off to a little hotter. And we know Scherzer just has tremendous upside. Also, John, I just want to point out FanDuel, because we can't have nice things, right, John? Never. They have nine games on their main so they slate. Include, huh? they, they include the Houston game? They're including Houston. They're also including San Diego, San Francisco Good. as well. Good. So they we just can't have nice things ever. We can't agree. I wish they were merged like the plan was a couple of years ago. But I, You're um, definitely including Frambar probably against Arizona. 100% <laughs> including Frambar. 10000 on Fandle. He's the third highest priced pitcher, but still a good price. Sean Maniah had a no-no yes. before leaving the game. I'm okay going there. Logan Webb is pretty good himself. 85 pitches. We should see an expanded pitch count, too. I, this, thank everything that we have these pitchers that we have, right? I, I'm so sick of the Josh Rogers of the world. If you threw Jesus Lazardo tonight, you're you're doing quite fine. If you listen to our pod, you definitely used Jesus Lazardo because he was 100%. one of like three pitchers we actually liked. It's true. It's true. We, we were touting him pretty heavily there. So, that, you know, again, those guys are all the top. I, I like Wainwright. I like Evaldi in the mid-tier yep. here as well. Yep. We're going uh, up against value, though. I guess Kyle Hendricks maybe is my value, my value pitcher. I know Hendricks uh, last year struggled, but five innings an earned at 7K in his first start here. Chicago, anytime he gets Pittsburgh, pretty much you can throw a guy out there. Yeah, I think that's the the kicker, too, to a likely 
back-to-back solid start for Hendricks here is that he gets Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh start is middle of the pack in OPS heading into we're recording in the middle of Tuesday's slate. They've been probably a little better, but we're going to there's going to be a regression soon. They're still hitting with no power. I'm with you on Hendricks. I think he stands out uh, quite a bit here. Uh, going over to the catcher position, again, I hate spending up. I don't really like the matchups that these top catchers have. Anyways, not going to be where I'm going. Anybody for you, I get stick out more than another. Again, I, catcher's routinely a poor position. I know Tyler Stevenson, we generally like against lefties. He's got Tristan McKenzie. But they are in Cincinnati, which is nice. A very favorable hitter's ballpark. And he's $3,100. He hits in the middle of the lineup. He's a good bat. Like... I might just lock him in as sort of the my my starting catcher, we'll say. I don't know where else we'd even go. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like what? No, I, and I I just fully agree. Like I just don't. Ah, man, Pluecki hits lefties well. He does hit lefties well. That's true. And they might have an Erod a read on Erod. So might maybe something to consider if he's in the lineup. But do you see no. anything else? Like, seriously, like anything. Uh, I guess there's something, John. We know Austin Barnes is going to catch. It's Clayton Kershaw on the mound. Sure. So, but Barnes isn't a good hitter. We only liked Barnes, I think, the other, the other night because he was in Colorado, right? It's fair. I'm just 2,100. If I think, like, a rule of thumb for me is, like, if there's a starting catcher 2,100 against a bad pitcher, and Chris Paddock has been that the last few years, and the position is this bad and this bleak, I'm not fully against it okay i'm not i i completely agree where like it's it's he's not great at hitting but like it is a very bare position first base goldie against Granky. uh Granky we thought was gonna be trash <laughs> he wasn't 5500 wonderful, uh, wonderful olsen against uh josiah gray right at 5300 yep. here freeman against paddock probably is a decent spot and then yeah, sure vado cincinnati home against mckenzie even though i do like mckenzie get a get a, a first home game here for for Cincinnati in the Great American Small Park. Yeah, and I think a lot of people understand that McKenzie can be good, but, like, he just wasn't that last year. He had some very big strikeout games, but then he got hurt, yep. if you remember, right? Like True. Like, I think there's upside, but I do think there's also vulnerabilities. And you mentioned in Cincinnati for uh, is never a fun time for opposing pitchers. No, not at all. Mid-tier, Bobby Dahlbach against the lefty last year was pretty nails. Yep. You get the Erod matchup. But then again, after that, like, I don't know. Where's your value first baseman? I Josh guess. Bell. I know Max Fried is good. Like, yeah. really good. You can contrarian stack, you can throw Kybert Ruiz at 3K at yep. catcher. Josh Bell sure. at $3,600 at first base. You know? And if Nelson Cruz, who was scratched on Tuesday, makes it makes his way back to the lineup. I didn't see if he was, like, placed on the IL. I just saw that he was scratched. So yeah. I think it's similar to Trout, who ended up in the starting lineup yep. Tuesday after being scratched Monday. If he plays... I can get behind that. I don't know. Uh, Torkelson is, we know, like has power, but yeah, not, not the best not matchup. Not, not the best matchup against Evaldi, right? Owen Miller, uh, maybe? Off to a Owen, really hot start his last yeah. year? Yeah. I'm going to look at Fandel, too, because we have those extra two added. Houston, right? Who's, who's Arizona throwing tomorrow? Arizona's pitching Merrill Kelly. Reverse splits Merrill Kelly. I don't believe... Is Gur- Guriel is back, so maybe Guriel twenty six hundred, John. It's not bad. He's a fr- he's a right handed bat though. So but yeah, yeah reverse Mar- splits, reverse splits, yeah. Yeah, Kelly yeah, reverse splits. Yeah, okay. What's right? And we don't want we don't want the pitching matchup for uh, for San Francisco, San Diego. They're throwing some studs. So, yeah, they're throwing some studs. 
Don't want Belt, obviously, against a lefty. Seven, seven over under in that game. Yeah, exactly. No <laughs> no runs being scored on that. All right, second base. Stories day-to-day has been ill. If, you know, gets the lefty, though, and, and Erod, if he's healthy. Jonathan, India, again, I'll keep going back to Cincinnati. They're generally really good against left-handed pitching. I get that. But I just kind of like the fact that they feel the same way about Muncie against Paddock, personally, as well. I don't think Paddock is all that great. I actually thought Paddock was younger, too. He's, he's been, a little, been a little bit older than I, than I thought he was, so... People have been thinking this guy was going to be the next big thing forever, yeah. and he's not. He's been regressed. Yeah, he, when he got called up, he was not young. Chris, Ta- I was going to say Chris Taylor. If he's in the starting lineup, he's mm-hmm. been good, dating back to the last postseason where he was a legend for the Dodgers. Chris Taylor, I think, at 4100 is a really good price. Yeah. Gavin Lux, 2700 Yep. 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 A lot of Dodgers have second base eligibility is what I'm finding. All of them do. So that's probably it, though. I'd probably just play one of the Dodgers at second base against Paddock. Probably. Yeah. Like, Altuve. I like against Nola, right? Two versus Merrill Kelly. Yeah. If Christian Arroyo starts for Boston, I could have some... Actually, he probably will. JBJ yeah, sat yeah. the other day, and they started Arroyo in right, so... Wow. Arroyo's made it to the outfield these days, huh? Yeah, he's playing right field now. Yeah, maybe Arroyo at 3,200 against Erod. I don't hate it. Howard Bender special, Diego Castillo 2K, if you don't want to play Kyle Hendricks. Sounds good. Little three-game hit streak. Third base, you got Jose Ramirez in Cincinnati against a lefty. I think we can... Locked that one in pretty easily there. I don't know anything about Lodolo. I don't know if you're... He's a highly coveted prospect. Okay. But Austin Riley versus Wrighty. Riley versus Wrighty. That works at 5K. Justin Turner breakout? $3,800? I like Turner. Dude, everybody keeps on saying he's old, but... He's, he is surprisingly old. But he keeps playing. So. And, he, and he keeps being... And he keeps producing, which... Yeah. But, like, he is surprisingly old. Like, he's 38 years old. When he was on the Mets, like, back, way back in the Mets days, right? He just couldn't stay healthy. And then yeah. finally gets to the Dodgers, and you're like, oh, this is what could have been for the Mets because that's just how things go for the Mets. What but, are we thinking of Kershaw? Do we like Kershaw? Do we, like, are we fading Kershaw? Like, what um, we... I think he's, I think he's, uh, pretty good. Okay, um, thinking, like, 75 could you, pitches in a simulated game. Could you play Urshela at 31? Like, that's what I'm wondering. Like, do you, can, do you, are we afraid of Kershaw? Is not the old Kershaw anymore, but like he was still pretty good. It's not the old Kershaw, but also like the thing is like old Kershaw was like the best pitcher we've seen in right. recent memory, probably since Pedro, right? And in most dominant form. And then the current version of Kershaw is still like very good, very good. Mm-hmm. It's just not as breathtakingly good as he was. I still think he's very good. He just needs to stay healthy. Okay. You can play these guys they're the twins are super cheap if you want to be contrarian we saw oakland take down a slate that the starting pitcher was 30 percent owned on the other side so weird things happen in baseball if you want to go or shelly he's been hot to start the year and uh, you'll get that stack at a very low cost yep shortstop trey turner is very expensive at 5800 but again get that paddock matchup xander against erod a little repetitive there well we didn't talk third baseman alex bregman right houston and FanDuel. Yep. Definitely a guy to throw into that mix there. Uh, he's been on fire. We haven't hit the other two. I like Tucker. I like your. Those guys are going to be fine once we hit the outfield going against against Kelly, right? Sorry. Yeah. So I think we're I think we're good there. Shortstop, as I mentioned, Trey Turner, Xander, Ahmad Rosario, maybe? Like, he's been decent. Righty yeah, bad lefty, right? Mid tier. Yeah, After wish... that, though, where, where, what are we? Kyle Farmer? Nope. Not, not yeah, a lefty. He's not a lefty. I was going to say, I, I would love to. If there's, I was literally going to say I would love if there was a lefty on the mound for. Right. I, I don't believe in Granky, so if Dejong starts, like I'm okay with potential home run upside there. I'm, I'm okay with Farmer. It's not like obviously like the best play. Nico yeah. Horner, 
if he's in the lineup, I know he's like he's not the power guy who hit the first home run of the year, but he has a home run and a stolen base, so like there's potential for both. Like right. we haven't mentioned many Cubs, and not that the Cubs offense is super exciting, but they have a very exploitable matchup against Zach Thompson. I do think we could get some cubbies, some cubby love. We haven't mentioned like like VR, Patrick Wisdom, Frank Schwindle at first. Like some of these guys I think are in play, and I think Zach Thompson is uh, hittable, very hittable. All right. If we're looking at the outfield position, again, a lot of these guys have some tough matchups at the very, but J.D. Martinez, I like. He had a couple RBIs today at 5,200. We mentioned already, you're not big on Granky, so Tyler O'Neill is there. Yep. Uh, Kike is expensive, but he had a couple RBIs today at $4,700 going up against Erod. Uh, we're basically just talking stacks, right? Like, we like Boston against the lefty. Chalk at that. Like that, that's fine. We're in on Cleveland and Cincinnati. Fernando Reyes is, is fine. He works in there. We like Houston and their outfielders with Tucker and Jordan, both going to be in play. Do we ride? Do we chase the Saya power? Right? Like, we could. That we dude could. has come over and raked three home runs in two games now. I would. I was just talking about the Cubs, right? Yeah. Perfect transition into Saya. They gave him the money that they gave him for a reason. I think the Cubs are interesting because, and especially the outfield, they're leading Clint Frazier off who is $2,000. Saya is raking. Ortega has upside. Hap has upside. Hap is only 3,100, John. He's 7 for 10 to start the year. I think the Cubs are super appealing on this slate. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that's decent. Any uh, any guys 4K or under for you at outfield? Well, I was going to say Braves outfield too. Sure, Um, yeah, Rosario, Duvall. And Asuna, who just hit a home run tonight. So they get a righty, and we know... That's Duvall's. Duvall's splits are better than uh, against yeah. righties. Under 4K. I mean, Dickerson's at 38, uh, but he's... Yeah, I, I was also... How, like, it's a lefty, but the legend of Stephen Kwan continues. Yeah. Three RBIs yesterday. Straw keeps stealing a bunch of bags, but I don't know yeah. if he can steal a swipe one against a lefty on the mound. Like, that could be a little bit... A little tougher for him. How about some Cincy... Some Cincy lefties. Naquin homered... Or Naquin didn't homer. Two hits... Two RBI or an RBI a walk. Fraley is a power stolen base threat if he's in the lineup. What side of the plate does Ian Happ break from? Because he's got a 700 batting average to start the year. So yeah, that's what I just said. Oh, I missed that then. My bad. Yeah, seven. He's literally seven for ten. Like it's. I think he's better. He's, he's so he's he is six for four for six rather against one for one against lefties. So this, that's he better last year because yeah, let me check. he had that like. He had an insane second half. Much better against right-handed pitching. 22 home runs, 789 OPS. Cool. Here we are. He gets a righty. I'm in. I think the Cubs are like a, a pretty sneaky stack. Plus, they allow you to get Scherzer or Nola or Wainwright or a combination of those three guys or Freed or Evaldi, right? Like, the Cubs are all free. Saya is 4,300. He's the only one that's like... You're at least, you're really spending over four thousand dollars for Cody Bellinger's zero for one with a walk and a run score tonight. He's twenty twenty six hundred dollars. <laughs> if he does that again against Paddock, he's hitting value. Is that just part of the? Is that part of the program? Yeah, that's just part of the bit at this point. Uh, just how do low, we... How can Bellinger go? Nice. How, Ten lineups. How, all right, let's start this. One lineup. Do you play Cody Bellinger? No. Three lineups. No. Five. Maybe. 10. I'll do one. I would probably do one for one and five, for five and 10. He, a Cody Bellinger, second stolen base just now, John. <laughs> Look at him. He's killing his value tonight. 
He has two stolen bases this evening. Slate winner. Cody Ballinger. 0 for right, 1 yeah. with the run and no stolen base. Two. Two stolen bases? Yeah, he has two. Listen, if he's not going to hit, he's got to run. I hope back? he leads he's... the league in, in stolen bases this year. Just to, he, has 40, he has 40 stolen bases. Yeah. Hits 180, Billy Hamilton Jr. He's... Love it. All right, so that's probably the last. Until somebody else pops up that's starting, that's probably the last yep. guy for me. So that's it. Seven games. James is on the playbook. 12-20 start. We'll have all the content out. Get us in Discord. Get us on Twitter. If you have any questions, we'll have some coverage for the four-gamer later on as well. For James and I, we'll catch you guys later.